This is the John Oakley Show podcast. There is going to be a lot of election coverage, not just today, but uh, going forward for the next five and a half weeks, as we've already sort of scratched the surface. I wanted to uh, drill down a little bit and see where various leaders or their campaigns have taken them. And in this case, Jagmeet Singh, where he at and what is he up to? I guess he's uh, swinging for the fences because what's he got to lose? Full-on farmer care. He's talking dental, a wealth tax, uh, even challenging the Greens. Let's get uh, to the skinny. Mike LeCouture is the Global News reporter, Ottawa correspondent, and he is with the NDP's Jagmeet Singh this afternoon. Mike, how you doing? Where are you? Um, we are presently heading towards Mississauga from London. Where exactly we are on the road, I'd have to pull out a good old map, but... <laughs> Speaking to you, so uh, head down and, uh, you know, trying to talk to people on the bus and get a lay of the land of where they are. Uh, you know, upbeat, uh, according to Jagmeet Singh and, and his people. Uh, they're pretty happy with the, the, the launch today. One unfortunate thing, they've already hit a roadblock uh, right out of the gates, and that's uh, a guy by the name of Doc Curry. He was the um, candidate in Kamloops Thompson Caribou, uh, and he's been asked by the NDP to step down. Uh, take his name off the ballot because of, uh, and I'm reading from his Facebook post here, saying comments that he made uh, a few years ago on social media, which he described as flippant and aggressive, do not reflect who I am today, nor do I stand by them um, in the form in which they were made. And I understand completely they would be unnecessary and unwarranted distracted, the vital distraction from the message of the campaign of the NDP across the country. So uh, um, a party that is already having trouble recruiting candidates uh, is down one more. Um, as of this moment, they've got 234 candidates. They said they were supposed to have by Friday, uh, this coming up Friday, 271, still well short that it takes up a full roster of candidates across the country. Boy, uh, I don't know if that's symptomatic of uh, disarray in general within the camp, uh, but you lose a guy on day one, would they have uh, not vetted him more closely or maybe uh, sussed things out in his background that uh, they could have, you know, I guess, uh, avoided the embarrassment of stumbling right out of the blocks? Any idea on that? Well, I mean, don't know if it's vetting or whether or not uh, this guy was, wasn't upfront about it. From what I'm hearing from one person uh, inside the campaign, it was some sort of message that was in a direct message, so it wasn't something that the campaign possibly could have caught right away, uh, but rather something uh, that, he, that came out in some way, either the guy came forward with it to, to admit it. Uh, either way, they're down a man uh, on day one. Uh, and and especially for a party that's having trouble trying to recruit people, that's not good. No, uh, as you say, 338 ridings federally and only 234 candidates at present. Uh, they've got nothing going on there in New Brunswick. So, But you're saying they're still upbeat. Uh, he has, as I said at the outset, uh, sort of signal that he's going to swing for the fences here with uh, full-on pharmacare, dental, a wealth tax, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, what are you hearing, uh, I mean, if you've got your ear to the ground, I mean, is this the stuff that's resonating with the populace there? Uh, well, right now, whenever you see him interact with people, it's a really good interaction. They just put up a video, actually, on Jugmeet going through this famous cowboy fair, a country and western fair that's out in a place called St. Sit, Quebec, just posting that to social media. And you know, every kind of interaction he's having with people, uh, you know, seemingly a really good one. Whether or not their message on, uh, you know, head-to-toe pharmacare, 500,000 affordable uh, housing units uh, will resonate with people. I mean, I think that's what we're going to see in the next few days. 
Uh, today, obviously, they had you know dozens of supporters, dozens of supporters behind him at the event, um, and those are people who are either volunteers or people that you know who are supporting him that would show up for that kind of a thing. So it'll be interesting when he starts making these campaign stops. Today, for the rest of the day, uh, so after that event this morning, what we are doing now is uh, coming to Mississauga, and for the rest of the day, he's going to prepare for the debate that he's going to be having tomorrow, the McLean's debate um, uh, downtown Toronto. So going hard into debate, uh, de- debate prep mode, he's going to have an event tomorrow morning, and then more debate prep. Uh, clearly a sign that they believe that he needs this kind of preparation. Uh, And they also know that this is his first debate as a federal leader, so they want to make sure he makes that good first impression. Yeah, for many people, that's his coming out party, uh, where if they're paying attention to the debate, that's where I suppose he feels even in the absence of Justin Trudeau, he might make uh, some political capital out of that. But what does the itinerary say, uh, you know, over, say, uh, the next few days and weeks? Is he going to be focusing primarily on Ontario, southern Ontario ridings, going into Quebec? Uh, That's a telltale sign of where they think they can maybe shore up some support. What does it say? Yeah, and to that end... um you know, when we had gotten the information on this weekend, when party officials had sort of briefed us, I started dubbing it the Save the Furniture Tour because what they're doing is they have a plane uh, in this 40-day campaign for only 30 of those days. Uh, the spin they're putting on it is that, well, we're going to get on the bus, and on the bus you can really be closer to the people rather than being in the air, and that'll allow us to spend a lot more time in these key areas, southwestern Ontario, BC's lower mainland, and Vancouver Island. If you look at the electoral map right now, that's where they have people. That's the areas that they shouldn't have to spend a lot of time. But if they're going to be spending a lot more time there, it means that internally they think that they need to spend more time there to ensure that they will keep those seats. Um, and that's what the, the you know the week looks like. We're looking a little bit into next week. They will be heading into Quebec. Um, they've got some uh, seats that they obviously want to keep there. There's Pierre-Luc Rousseau, who's out in Sherbrooke. Um, he was a 19-year-old. He was elected when he was just 19 years old in that uh, 2011 um, in the 2011 Orange Wave. Uh, he's you know been re-elected already in 2015, looking for another term he could hold. Uh, but really, a lot of the polls are looking like Quebec will bleed orange, um, and that they won't be able to hold on to a lot of seats there. So. Jugmeet will need to spend some time there, Mr. Singh will, to ensure that they, they hold on to a place that used to be a, fro- a fortress for them, frankly. Yeah, what happened to that bartender from Gatineau? I understand she's a two-termer and uh, doing quite well, actually. She's lived up to uh, expectations and then some. Well, you know, the one who was uh, on election night in 2015, I think she was, or maybe it was back in 11, she was out in Las Vegas and didn't realize that there was a Jack Layton sweep about to happen. Uh, she's still in the running? Yeah, Ruth Ellen Brosseau. Actually, that uh, video that I was telling you about on social media at the Cowboy and Western um, Festival was with Ruth Ellen Brosseau. And believe it or not, and, you know, uh, the people who, who maybe have not been paying attention to where things go in Quebec, the Quebecers in that riding realized that they had elected somebody that was unknown, literally unknown, and then became very famous for how she won. They wrapped her arms around her, and I, uh, and you know what happened after she was elected was the NDP made sure that they insulated her and made sure that nobody saw this as a fluke or you know, it may have seemed like a fluke, but that it wasn't a fluke. She moved to the riding. The people there have embraced her wholeheartedly. 
Um, and she is actually a very strong MP for the area. Uh, and, and the people will tell you if you go out there. Uh, that's why Jugmeet went with her to that uh, country and western festival. And I think that she is one of those people that could hold her seat. Uh, now, internally in her office, uh, speaking to David Aiken, and he has uh, aggregate uh, uh, polls that he looks through, um, he's looking at that seat and saying it could go back to the block. Uh, but, you know, Quebec voters are interesting in that way. Um, it could go back to the block, but at the same time, when they see that somebody like that has really invested in their community and decided that I may have gotten uh, swept into this seat and into this job on a wing and a prayer, but she actually took the time to move there and to be part of the community, they get very, very protective of those types of people. Uh, and I think that it'll be a, she'll be in tough, uh, Ruth Ellen Brosseau will, but she could squeak that one out, and that could be one of the few uh, two seats in Fortress Quebec that the NDP holds on to. Well, yeah, it's going to be a tall order because, as you say, uh, they're going to be buffeted between the Bloc and the Greens in other areas in the country. 39 seats at dissolution uh, might be ambitious to think they can repeat, but especially where uh, they've had a lot of people stand down out in Western Canada, out in B.C. Uh, interesting talk. Let's do it again somewhere along the trail. Uh, we'll touch base again as you follow the NDP. Mike LeCouture is a global news reporter and Ottawa correspondent. Appreciate your time, Mike. Thanks so much for having me on. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.